Hey everybody, welcome to Medical Stories from Hell. I'm your host, Rubber Ducky, or just Ducky for short. Um, I'm kind of just pulling this podcast out of my ass because after about six years of healthcare work, uh, you just have so many stories to tell and you have to be careful about what you say and how you word things. Um, see, there's this little nasty-ass law called HIPAA that in every way that it fucking can, it ruins all your fun and talking about your fucked up patients and really shitty days on your unit. So every story I tell on here will be censored in some way to protect my license, uh, patient identification, and facility identification. That being said, I would love to start an email list for you guys to send me your stories unless I'll have a good laugh or learn a lesson. Um, and it's been my experience so far that these stories won't all be funny or fucked up in some way. They can even be sad as shit. And they'll probably make you uh, take a step back and wonder, have you really seen it all? Because I know that's a phrase that a lot of us healthcare individuals like to use. Um, so for my first story, I'll talk about the uh, first time I ever gave a sponge bath in CNA school. Um, it was about, uh, I want to say 2012 when, um, when this happened early 2012, um, the high school that I went to had a vocational program for the senior high school students and it only took 15 of us and, um, very, uh, very prestigious vocational job. Um, and it, put us in a state registered nurse aide program and most states just recognize that as a uh, certified nursing assistant uh, not once in a hospital or any other facility have ever been um, recognized as an SRNA um, but this happened in about 2012 um, it was me and three sorry two of my other guy friends that were in the class and there were about 11 girls in our uh, in our class also. There was one uh, one student who dropped out at the beginning of the, the, beginning of the semester. Um, so, sorry about that. My, um, me and my friends, uh, my two guy friends, we roll up to this guy's room. And we're paired with a girl we used to go to school with. And we'll call her DB. And um, we are tasked with giving this man a sponge bath. He is completely immobile, has Parkinson's, and is extremely incontinent. Now, me and my two buddies had never gave a man a sponge bath before, only a female. And I think at the time, we were all just kind of weirded out by touching another dude's dick. But obviously, in healthcare, you can't think of it that way. So uh, we tried to... Not let that get the best of us. Um, so we asked DB, we say, uh, we say, how can we bathe this man and do a good job? So DB says, uh, she says, well, let's go in here and I'll show you what you need to do. So we're expecting an instructional guide on how to bathe this man. And that was not what we got at all. Bless her heart, she's smoking out the window, and she says, now towels are in this closet, wash cloths are right above them, and soap is on the counter. You have to turn this uh, 
you have to turn this water on a certain way and uh, you have to turn this water on a certain way and get it warm and it has to be on for so long before it gets warm she says uh, she says so I am going to sneak out this window and go take another smoke break in the courtyard because if I have to deal with you little shits all day then I'm going to go fucking insane so already off put to the situation that didn't help at all so she sneaks out the window closes it behind her and goes on about her business <laughs> and uh so we're getting this water warm and we're fixing, you know, a bucket full of water and some soap and stuff. And we're all like in the corner just scheming. I mean, absolutely scheming on how to bathe this guy. And uh, I had watched it in a hospital once before, about a year or two before that. And I said, well, guys, and I've watched one before. Just, uh, you know, just kind of let me take lead on this and you guys follow I guess you know that was, seemed to be the easiest way to do it at the time which then led to two semesters worth of me doing all the work and them learning in quotes assholes <laughs> um, so we're scrubbing on this guy and we're going by the book so we still have his abdomen covered up with a blanket we've got his chest and arms and his head exposed and um we're washing the guy's hair and washing his face, and um, he uh, he's shaking all over the place with his Parkinson's, and you know he's just shaking and he's getting water all over. It's kind of like how a dog shakes their fur off, but not quite that bad. Um, I will then learn years later that dirty bath water is the least of my worries if that gets on my body at the end of a shift. So. Uh, so we scrub under his arms, we start scrubbing his chest, and then we pull his blanket down to his groin to keep his groin covered while we scrub his stomach and his back. And there is this horrifying tube sticking out of this guy's stomach that I, at first I thought was a feeding tube, but it definitely was not. Because it was attached to a bag at the end of the bed that looked like it was full of urine. So I had never saw a what I now know is a suprapubic catheter but I thought it was some just just odd tube that should not be in this man's body. So, like, I'm freaking out, having an absolute come apart. And um, so, the, you know, I'm having an absolute come apart. And uh, this guy's shaking, and my friends are just having a come apart. And we just have no idea of what to do. Also, I apologize for my cell phone. Um, so... <laughs> We, um, so, you know, we scrub this guy down and we're, we're trying to be careful with this guy's tube and, you know, we're just, we're just trying to be careful. And, uh, so then we make it down to the guy's penis, right? Now, I had never scrubbed a man's penis before besides my own. And DB's specific instruction was to wash him like you'd wash yourself. And don't tear his dick off. So... In an effort not to tear this man's dick off, I take the washcloth, I peel his foreskin down, and I scrub just a little bit at a time, and moans of pleasure came from this man's body. Now, obviously put off by this, I still couldn't act put off because it was a natural reaction in a demented man's life. 
So, me being the gentleman that I am, I did this for my friends so they could watch. And uh, when we finished, we changed his sheets and dressed him and combed his hair and all that good stuff. Made him look all handsome for the senile women out in the halls. Got him in his wheelchair and pushed him out to the nurse's station. And all the nurses and the CNAs are laughing at us and uh, because they could hear him moaning from the nurse's station, from his room which was a good hundred feet from the nurse's station. And uh, we were nicknamed the Penis Whispers at that facility for the next six months that we did clinicals there. And even after getting out of high school and getting my SRNA license, <laughs> um, began working at a totally other facility. As soon as I had a patient come from that nursing home facility to my hospital, they... <laughs> The nurse or the CNA that was with them already knew who I was before he, before I knew who they were, which um, is super, super weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's kind of my first story for uh, this podcast. Um, hopefully it wasn't too lackluster and it was a great introduction to what this could turn into. Um, so when I get this podcast uploaded, I'm going to put a Reddit post on uh, our podcasts and um, try to kind of get this out there. Um, feel free to share it with your friends and family and other coworkers and just people you think that this is will find funny. Um, I'm a simple guy. I've been a CNA and an ER tech for uh, about six, seven years now. Um, I am actively in nursing school and, uh, will graduate with a bachelor's of science and nursing in September of 2020. Um, that being said, I want to kind of keep this podcast going as a way to, uh, vent and get things off my mind and out and off of my chest from work and uh, past experiences that I could share with you guys. And, you know, hopefully people will either learn a lesson or just, uh, you know, just, just find it funny or, you know, like I said earlier, take a step back and say, wow, I really haven't seen it all, you know? Um, so what I'll do is I'll leave an email that's going to be linked to this podcast, um, in the description and you guys can send me your stories to an email i will read through them and uh if they if they are appropriate for this podcast um if they're appropriate for this podcast i will review them censor them the proper way and uh you tell me what you would want to be notified as or any other uh any other information I should know to tell the story the most effective way to get your point across or convey the story in the right way. Uh, that being said, this is not a safe for work podcast. It is not safe for work. NSFW, I will say that again. This podcast is NSFW, not safe for work. Um, we all know working in the medical field, it gives most of us a potty mouth, and uh, I am pretty bad for it. So don't listen to this podcast out loud if you don't want other people to uh, get offended. Um, yeah, that's all. Thank you for taking.
tuning in and uh, shoot me some emails, leave me some reviews on iTunes. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody.